Hey there, I'm Paul Lighting. You're listening to L.O. Governor, the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Hello Governor of the Podcast. I'm Abdullah, and with me is our bad movie representative. My name is Sam. Sam, I am. Would you like some green eggs and ham? No? Okay, fuck you guys. Oh boy, and we got another one to talk We got a, another lovely gem to talk about today. Two days later. <laughs> it's two actually... days later. I mean, the first one isn't even up. I didn't even upload the the first one by the time we were recording this. It should be up by the time this this one goes up. But anyway, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, listen to it when it's up because holy shit, what we we went into great lengths about um, a haunted house and and we explained that we were not doing uh, the WWE month anymore because. Um, like I said, it was too the, boring. yeah, it was it was just too boring for us, and we couldn't. <laughs> there was not enough material to work with, and I just and I and I and like I said, I saw a haunted house, the first one on TV one one night, and I'm like, you know what? Let let's just do an episode on this because this this uh, this movie is a fucking piece of shit, and um, yeah. And then we watched the sequel. And would you believe it? It's actually worse than the first one. It's more you disappointing. Think, you wouldn't think it, it w- that would be possible, but considering the the genius, and I use that term very loosely here, behind this masterpiece of cinema, you would we, think that they would at, they would they would at least learn something from their from the previous experience. But nope, they just uh, did the same old shit. Only now it's more. Turned up to 11, as they say. Less offensive things to tastelessly make jokes of, but more on the same of they copy-pasted the first movie's shtick. And a lot of the quote-unquote memorable scenes are, well, also there, just worse and, well, more irritating, actually. And, and before we start, let me just say, like I said with the first uh, with the first one, if you paid money to see this in a theater, then you're a piece of shit, and I have no sympathy for you. We will still forgive you if you torrent this, but we will be kind of irritated. I'm, I'm just saying, if, if you paid money to go see any of the any of these movies at a theater, 
on opening day, wherever you are, then you're a piece of shit. Mm. You really are. And, and and let me just say, like, before I get into this, I, and I know I'm stalling, but this movie made me hate Marlon Wayans as a person. This movie, this movie made me despise him because I, this movie made me see the truth that he is a disgusting human being who knows nothing about comedy and was only and only gets I can imagine only gets a free pass because he's black. And let's be honest, like the the, the in the day we're living in, you know, in the day and age, in, in this day and age, most. Most people give pa- free passes to shitty comedians if they're black, because they don't want to call them out on their bullshit. Because they're scared they might be called racist if they do. <sighs> Lots of racist jokes. Oh, <laughs> well, I'll get to that. But uh... anyway, the movie starts out. The, the movie starts off when we last left off. Uh, actually, the last time we left them off, it's that the Marlon Wayans character got dragged by the pose- by the repossessed girlfriend, and now they're in a car. Co- they're now they're in a car driven by the cousin gangster person, and left and stuff happens, and then uh, an accident happens, and apparently the 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 cousin and the Marlon Wayans guy left left her in a ditch somewhere. And this is played for laughs, mind you. This entire sequence is played for laughs. Yeah. And, and, like, I, and like I said before, if you're gonna do dark humor, have some wit. Have some fucking setup. Have some, Don't insult your fucking audience when you're, when you're trying to do a dark joke. Like, have a good setup, have a good payoff. But there is no payoff to this joke. It's like, oh, we crashed. We were never here. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's it. That's the joke. That's a, a joke. And, we move, right. when, and then we move on to a year later, where we find out that Marlon Wayans is now dating a white woman. Who is apparently and, the ex-wife in My Name is Earl, I think. Yeah, Jamie Presley, and I feel sorry for her for being in this movie, because her entire shtick is she's only there so they can make an interracial joke. Which is a lot. Yep, that's the joke. Actually, it fluctuates between interracial jokes and um, interracial quote-unquote message on how nowadays everyone is interracial dating and how important it is and is all, uh, what? Is there like some kind of law that finally makes interracial dating happen recently or what? It's not even clever. It really isn't. I mean, keep in mind... This is the same fucking guy who wrote a stereotypical gay character in the first movie. And now he's all like, well, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to, you know, do a message in my movie about interracial dating. No, fuck you. You don't get to, to write every fucking character as a disgusting stereotype and then demand we take you seriously just because you're trying to make a statement on fucking interracial dating, you piece of shit. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to get madder and madder. So, you know, if you, um... If you don't like that, just uh, just stop listening, because this movie, this movie really pissed me off way more than the first one. And like I said in the last uh, review, um, this one's going to be more, a lot more ranting about Marlon Wayans as a person, because this movie, like I said, made me hate him as a person. You have I just, just you have just discovered Abdullah's berserk button. Please don't press it. He's going to say a lot of cool things. Anyway. 
Remember that awful gag about the dog dying in the first movie? Yes. Marlon Wayans, being the pe- the talentless piece of shit that he is, said said to himself, you know what, that gag was so funny, I'll repeat it twice in this one. Oh uh, yeah, the first time it was the cartoon cliche of safe falling and squishing the dog, and apparently in the most quote-unquote cartoony way possible, tries to inflate him because he was flat as a fucking pancake. It was that, that cartoony, but sort of out of place in a quote-unquote horror movie. Once again, the death of a dog is played for laughs. And apparently, and apparently, yeah, he kind of quote-unquote inflated the dog with one of those bike inflators, and then somehow bad Adobe After Effects of of the dog like swooshing around in the air, around in the air. I mean, we kind of kind of get it. it was really bad sound effects and you, and then something like a little maybe it was a higher budget. So I'm all uh, you guys have a higher budget and your After Effects is still shit. What the fuck? At least get some effort on that. But nope, nope, no effort is done here. And then we get a lovely scene at the funeral where if you thought Marlon Wayans overacting in the first movie was terrible, oh dear God, oh dear God, all he does is run around and scream. That's all he fucking does in this movie. That's all he does. He runs around screaming like a goddamn 12 year old and we're supposed to laugh. I think half of the time we're supposed to believe that he has more action in this movie, but a lot of the times it's just him reacting to every single quote-unquote scary cliche ever. It's just... That, that, like I said, that scene where he he bursts out of the grave from the with the dog, you know, because he he's he's sad and he's like, "Oh, take me with you," and he buries himself with the dog's corpse, and he bursts out of the grave screaming like a little fucking twelve-year-old little shit. That's gonna haunt my fucking nightmares for weeks. Sorry. God, like all all this shit is just. Uh, all right. Let's introduce to the family that um, Marlon Wayans is dating, moving into. There we got Jamie Presley, and then there's like the stereotypical teenage girl, the, the sexually liberated teenage girl, which is a lot, who apparently has the box from The Possessed. I didn't even get that reference because I don't watch these fucking horror movies that they spoof because they're shit. Uh, actually, the only movie that I I watched was I think Sinister, which is actually a pretty interesting premise for a movie. Yeah, th- yeah, there's a lot of horror cl- cliches, but I kind of like the idea of the demon using videos, movies as portals, which is kind of really good, good for me, good in a way. That's that's about it. I only found at, out about at least at least Sinister tried to do something original. There was effort. And at least it tried to tell a good horror story without without just doing jump scare, jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. But right. but this this is just lazy. Lazy lazy filmmaking. Alright, um yeah, uh the, let's just go with the dot the, the sexually liberated daughter has the box from the possessed. I have yet to watch the possessed, so that all I just gotta do is it's based on the debug box, which is like some mis a box that when you open it it's cursed. That's all I'm gonna know. And then there's the little boy who has a quote unquote imaginary friend who was named Tony, which I feel is like the Tony from the first movie. That's the only correlation between the this movie and the 
previous movie personally is that the the kids have an imaginary friend we'll call it demon named Tony who is kind of evil and is apparently the black a black demon imaginary friend which is kind of well irritating oh and worst worst 12 year old actor in a movie ever yeah eh. anyways um yeah and then the and then the Jamie Presley has the Annabelle, Annabelle doll, and yep. worst stick, one of the worst, most insulting poops in the movie is when Marlon Wayans had sex with the doll from Annabelle. And don't worry if you don't get the reference, because Jamie Presley looks at the camera, shows you the doll, and says it's Annabelle. No, it's Abigail. They're trying to not, well, yeah. Pretty much, you know, we have to treat our audience like fucking retards, because, you know, only retards watch this shit and laugh. Only retards think this shit is, is entertaining or original. Alright, so we get, so even so eventually we kind of let all the quote-unquote horror cliches from other movies get together. Stuff started to happen again, so once again we get, uh, Marlon Wayans being a crazy nut and putting cameras everywhere in the house. Only now without the crazy security ghost hunting people. So it got le- so there's there's way less quote unquote stereotype side characters. I mean they're still there, but just way less and well a lot more. Oh, they're much more worse here than they were in the previous yeah. movie. Yeah, less but worse. I mean. Okay, so it basically it's the same premise, you know, Ghost comes in the house and he gets paranoid and starts setting up cameras everywhere, and, and thankfully they don't go overboard with the gimmick like they did in the first movie, but what but what they do instead is waste our time with pointless filler, and by pointless filler I mean every fucking joke in the movie. We get a five minute scene of Marlon Wayans fucking a doll, and we're supposed to laugh at this because comedy but humping the dolls is not enough humping the scary doll from annabelle yes it's supposed to be funny because it's a horror thing i don't know screaming dead to me now yep and then we get uh, the and then she becomes a, an, an obsessive girlfriend because comedy comedy um okay God, this, this, this movie pissed me off so much you I'm trying my best not to yell, but God, it's hard. God, it's hard. I am imaginary patting his back right now, so. Anyway, we get another sex joke with them, with uh, Marlon Wayne, with uh, Jamie Presley wanting to fuck Marlon Wayne, and he's like, no, 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 and she pretty much rapes him. Because it's funny, because, apparently. Know. Because you know, there. I already talked about the man rape uh, joke in the first one. And apparently, uh, Marlon Wayans thinks this shit is funny because men can't get raped. Har, har, har. Yeah. Thinks this is funny. And then when, and, and, oh, and it's even fun, and it's supposed to be funnier when, uh, he's looking at the tape of his wife raping him in, in bed, and she looks at the tape, and she's like, oh my god, look how fat I am. Oh, uh, yeah, um, a lot of the jokes in this, in this will involve, um, well, between the two of them, their relationship is... A little better than the relationship between the first movie, the Marlon Mayans and um, Keisha, I think. Yeah. Uh, at least there's like some kind of chemistry, but it kind of screws over. It, it's not as, well, connecty 
And yet, at least I'm going to yell out and say, at least you guys, I hope you guys don't break up or all that shit. I don't know. I'm really that. Ugh. And then we get, during the sex, a fucking cum joke. Yep. Yep. A cum, a cum joke. Alright. A 42-year-old man wrote this. Just, just keep that in mind. Oh uh, yeah, there is also, oh uh, yeah, apparently, Mal, um, the guy finds the, uh, apparently the guy finds the tapes from Sinister, watches it. The guy, pa- and then the Sinister parody comes and then you realize, oh my god, the scary ghost is apparently the worst ghost in the world because he fails to kill the family, blah, blah, blah. Even though in Sinister, it was the kids. That were possess- that were guided by the the kids that were guided by the ghost that killed them, not the ghost himself. It's almost like Marlon Wayans didn't watch the entire fucking movie before writing this piece of shit. Who knew? Oh no. He just saw one scene and said, "Let's do that," but add in more fart jokes. Yeah, and like Sinister, he co- gets in contact with the professor, who is apparently. The worst professor parody I've ever seen in a long time. Oh, like, they introduced him with a fart joke. Literally, and, this character's introduction is a fucking fart joke. And a and also breaking a, a quote unquote Breaking Bad joke, especially with the meth making, including um, topless women in in gas masks. Like how how do because, I Because you know it was because it was so funny in the first movie, so let's do it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's so much quote unquote comedy. Anyways. Even um, though this movie came out in twenty fourteen, a year after Breaking Bad ended. So keep that in mind. Alright. So another weird event that happened is the box opens and then there's like moths flying around the daughter's room. Apparently The worst CGI moths ever. Yeah, and you spent like three minutes with Marlon Wayans and Jamie Presley fighting off the moths and defeating them by installing bug zappers. And actually, that's light. That in, with the right direction and writing, that idea is actually not that bad for a horror comedy, but as is, it's kind of irritating. Like, you spent three, three minutes fighting off uh, the moths with an unchuck, really. And then he looks at the camera and says, "This is better." While well, he installs the fucking uh, lights. God, yeah. I hate you. I fucking hate you, Marlon Wayans. Oh. All right. <sighs> Moving on. Moving on. Let's talk about stereotypes, or more specifically, Marlon Wayans already made fun of the blacks and the uh, gays in the in the last movie. So let's make fun of the Mexicans. The shtick of the Mexican character, um, who is played by Gabriel Iglesias, I think I, who is in, uh, and also comedian, all that stuff, and and his shtick is, oh, you think I'm racist? You think I follow these stereotypes? Yes, I follow these stereotypes. That's it. And I feel sorry for every fucking Mexican who ever had to watch this. Well. I'm scared if a haunted house tree would put in Asians in there. I'm surprised he didn't do an Asian joke. I'm surprised it didn't come to him eventually. But Oh, don't give him any ideas. 
Don't give him any ideas. But anyway, that's the joke. You know, racist uh, Mexican stereotype. And he's like, oh, I believe all this shit because we Mexicans, we're all, we believe in this shit. We're idiots. We drink tequila. The the chasing the chick the chicken to chop off his head scene was more cringe worthy than it is funny. Cause it went on for fucking ten minutes straight. Yep. Ten minutes of Marlon Wayans running around beating up a, a a fake fucking rooster. Yeah. And then we get another racist joke. What are we gonna do with all this chicken? Oh sure, ask the black guy, and they eat the chicken. Cause that's comedy right there. It's not even that witty. It's just how to make how to make st- the stereotype more like a stereotype. Also, remember in the last movie when um, Marlon Wayans got pissed off at that white guy for for wanting to say the N word? Yeah. If you watch this, you'll notice that most of his fucking dialogue is him saying nigga over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, and then once again, oh yeah, we there's one more stereotype that they did pick on. There is the two concernedly Christian-looking psychic-slash-exorcist, quote-unquote, couple. And yeah, because we've already made fun of the blacks, the gays, the Mexicans, the whites. Let's make fun of Christians, because that's another stereotype that hasn't been done to death already. Christ. Yeah. yeah. We'll we'll get to we'll get to them later, because there's a lot more we need we need there's a lot more we need to fucking talk about plot. here. Yeah. So apparently, um, Marlon has a quote-unquote affair with a doll, even if after, even if they would, they say they would never see each other again. Literally, the whole subplot was that Marlon Wayans has a quote-unquote affair with the doll. That's about it. And the doll Abigail goes all batshit crazy, batshit crazy stalker girlfriend thing. So yeah. And it's supposed to be funny because it's a doll. Yeah. And we get another sequence of him destroying the doll that lasts for fucking 20 minutes, I think. Uh, Just him wrecking the doll, burning the doll, running around like crazy, wrecking everything up. It's just, my God. Um, yeah. Okay. It's, 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 like I said, it's really hard not to describe this piece of shit without yelling. Uh, yeah. Oh. Also, somehow Keisha, uh, somehow they, in one scene, Marlon Williams walks in and the Jamie Presley talks with the crazy, possessed girlfriend, ex-girlfriend from the first movie, somehow changed herself into pretty outfit, into a pretty outfit, not, you know, her her stick of nightgown and really big poofy hair. You can tell that she was just there for one day on the set and she's like, you know what, fuck it, if you wanna, if you guys wanna film me, film me now because I'm leaving. I'm yeah. done here. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, like just one scene, okay, and then just left, all that stuff. Anyways. Oh, uh, and then we get another funny montage of, of her being crazy while he's trying to make a, a relationship work, and we get a fucking anal sex joke of him fucking her while she's possessed. Yeah. That's funny, right? Oh, God, I hate this movie so much. Yeah, and there's also there's also the quote-unquote prison rape joke. No, 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 prison rape mandingo party. I said even in the sequel, there's, like, mandingo party jokes? Really? No, this time it's with the Professor Skype guy who... I'm going to I'm going to go on a limb here that the Skype message the Skype 
uh, sound effect that I keep on hearing was the shutdown Skype. When you log out of yeah. Skype, there we go. These people are so fucking incompetent that they couldn't even get the sound, the the fucking Skype sounds pro- right. Like when when he picks up, it's not him picking up because when you pick up, there is no pick up sound. Yeah. So it's just him hanging up, which makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like I said, prison Mendingo party. Apparently, you said Mark Henry was in this. Yep. He's one of the guys who rapes the professor, and I, I felt sorry for him because he's above this type of crap. Uh, um, we're going with, um, context-wise, the professor got busted during a Skype chat with Marlon Wayans because, quote, uh, he, he made math, breaking bedded the hell out of it, had a, had one of those college parties, and then the police got after him. Yep. And now he's in and prison. It's fun, and, it's, and it's supposed to be funny because he's an old an old man, and that's supposed to be funny. Old man stereotype joke. And then we get the return of my favorite character from the last movie, Cedric the Entertainer, who has not changed a bit. He's still a one-joke character where he's like, oh, he's a priest, but he swears and kills people. Hey, but the good news is that, okay, well, I feel that... <laughs> What good news. <laughs> Wait. Well, at least the guy killed himself at the end. Spoiler alert, he killed himself in the end for some reason. Uh, okay, he's not in it as much as he was in the last act of the third movie, uh, the first movie. Because in the first movie, when he shows up in the, in the final act, he takes over that fucking movie. He's uh, He's like, once he entered that movie, he was in it for like the entirety of the third act. And he got fucking annoying fast. Yep. So even, it says a lot when even Cedric the Entertainer knows your fucking, your fucking uh, movie is shit and he doesn't want to be in a part of it. <laughs> it says a lot right there. Okay, anyway, so we get the, fa- we get father, the father and then the two Christian-y paranormal investigators trying to um, exercise one Oh, no, no. We we get a church scene where he goes out of the church, and then we get stereotypical church-going black women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> and then, you know, this is where Marlon Mayans has a big speech about interracial dating. And then, wait, it's not really a big speech. It was still a speech, but it was just, uh, okay. No. No. Because we've already made fun of black men. Let's make fun of black women, because... Because, you know, Marlon Wayans is already a fucking self-hating piece of shit, you know, so why not? Why not? Why? Fuck not. And then we get the Christian, um, characters. And the joke is, one of them is psychic and one of them is super Christian. Yeah, and, you know, that's a good duo? I don't know. Like, there's supposed to be a parody of one of those movies where they go in and search for a ghost or some shit. I don't... I don't know. I, I never watched these fucking movies, so I don't know what the fuck they're spoofing. Maybe The Conjuring. I think they're spoofing The Conjuring. I think I think they're oh. going. To, they're doing The Possessed. I think. Oranges. I don't fucking know, and I don't fucking care. All I know is like, if you're if you're someone who made a horror movie and your movie is spoofed in this, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, we're sorry for bitching about the movie that. Makes fun of your movie, I guess. Because at least with those movies, you can tell that there's hard work put into them. Unlike this piece of shit. 
Yeah. Alright. Yeah, continuing on. Yeah, they were gonna have an, an exorcism scene. They, everyone came together because they're trying to exorcise the possessed, um, sexually liberated daughter who got possessed by the box. And and all this happens, like, off-screen. Yeah. Because we're too busy... We're too busy fucking around with um, Marlon Wayans to give a shit about developing any of these characters. Pretty much. And then once again, bad af- after a couple of bad after effects, and then a new- and then um, the daughter chases up, and that- and there's the scene that tries so hard to be touching. It's like, oh, possess me instead. Possess me. And it's like, okay. And then he ends up trying to put turn the sun into a meat shield. Actually, you never see the sun again after the scene, which is kind of disappointing. Why? Because he's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Wait. Yeah. What? Yeah, this is the last time you, ever, you saw him in the sea in the movie. So whatever. Apparently, apparently, um, the apparently, yeah, the daughter, the possessed daughter, throws up on, on the Marlon Mayans' mouth, and then he gets in depth with us, and then. To commemorate the first movie's quote-unquote climax, everyone beats up Marlon Wayans. Which, if if there was any highlight of this piece of shit, it's watching people beat the shit out of Marlon Wayans for five minutes. Yeah, yeah, so... That is the only fucking highlight. Basically, everything goes back to normal, and then, and then the crazy girlfriend from the first movie comes back and kills everybody. That's it. So what have we learned while watching this movie? Don't make any more bad horror comedies if you don't know what is funny and what is scary. Okay, so we went through the movie, but let, let, let's um, let's talk about the jokes in detail because it's it's important to... to um, talk about this from a writing standpoint because if you're gonna do like i said if you're gonna do dark humor just fucking try to do some setup or have an interesting premise like try try to do something new try to to not be too vulgar and not too and not be too dark if because if you're too dark then you're not gonna get any laughs but if you like balance it out you know a little bit you'll get you know you'll get a, a good a, a good um you know outcome but here there is no fucking effort put into any of this any of this the shtick is that they're doing something with the horror movie that is way outside the horror movie stereotype but still is in that stereotype i mean at least the first one had a gimmick like the paranormal bullshit okay yeah fine okay but at least it was something you could understand like okay i can forgive it for not having a narrative because it's supposed to be a spoof of paranormal activity and paranormal activity to be honest didn't even have that much of a narrative to begin with yeah so i could so i could forgive that but here it's like you have a bigger budget you have a much better cast but you still continue to say fuck everyone else i'm gonna be the star of the show and i'm gonna be this annoying fucking man child for an hour and 23 minutes and you're gonna love me and you're supposed to laugh at this like i I, there's so much fucking filler in this like the the chicken fight the doll the doll the doll fucking, the rape, the fucking, um, you know, doll montage where he's trying to destroy the doll. So much fucking filler to pad out the fucking length. It's the, just... But the yeah, go quote, on. 
But the quote-unquote idea is that Marlon Wayans is supposed to be like the maggot for all the psychological evils that happen to him and all that shit. It's just pathetic. It really is because it's like, here's my problem with these spoof movies. Like, they don't even try to tell a um, good story. They just go, you know what, let's take a, a couple of scenes from, from this movie or trailer and, and uh, redo them but add in more fart jokes. I think that's a... I think that's the entirety of the movie itself. It's just try to reference something, make it a reference, laugh because it's a reference. Isn't that a problem with some some um, modern day quote unquote comedy anime? They rely more on the references to make it funny. They have to quote unquote play with the reference so that it would at least be relatable. Relatability, not wit. That's that's what movies and media are nowadays for me. Oh yeah, Excel Saga was very guilty of this. Gintama, I'm looking at you. I mean, and again, like like you said in the first uh, review we did, this feels like a fucking Family Guy episode stretched out to an hour and twenty three minutes because yeah. it has the same it has the same type of humor that Family Guy has. In which it just says, fuck it, we're just going to do references and tell, instead of telling jokes or developing any of our characters because we're fucking idiots like that. We don't fucking care if we waste your fucking time for 22 minutes. We're going to just do references. Yeah, and that's the thing. They don't know how to be smart with the references. Instead, they just do it. They have the source material. They could just, like, bounce it around. They bounce it around the wall. They didn't do anything else with it. They didn't do anything interesting with it. That's all That's all it was for me. And, and another thing, like, some of the jokes don't even make fucking sense. Like I said, it's like, oh, ask the black guy about what we're going to do with the chicken and then just end up eating it. What the fuck was the point of that? Because stereotypes. Oh, and, and during the, the sinister part where he's writing down his thoughts, he's like... When a Republican's gonna call Obama the N-word? What the fuck does that have to do with anything, you retard? Oh uh, yeah, they removed his quote-unquote gamer aspect, which, which is sort of a slight improvement. But he he became less quote un he became less well less with a personality. He's just a generic black guy now. It's funny because it's like in the first movie he's like an immature gamer, which I'm like okay, fine, I I kind of understand what they're, you're going with here. But in the second movie, they're trying to write him as an actual adult, and that's why this is more infuriating, because they're trying to write him as an actual fucking character who's going through this shit and is, go and is slowly going crazy, but he's not crazy. There is an actual ghost around, but, you know, it's just so fucking frustrating. It really is. Yeah, I feel you Because he just... Because... Like I said, Marlon Wayne just does not understand the fucking basics of comedy. He does not understand the setup punchline aspect of a joke. He just he sets up he he sets up whatever, and then the punchline is always disappointing. He al he always knows how to do a good setup, but he does not know how to do a, a good punchline. And I think that's a problem with 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 some comedy writers. They don't they know how to set up. They just don't know how to do punchlines ever. It's like, oh, he's writing ran down random shit uh, during the Sinister thing. Let's have him talk about Republicans and Obama. Because that's funny, right? That's, uh, that's, we're totally building up to that. No, you fucking weren't, you fucking asshole. Also, one of the things that really pissed me off about this, and, and you know the joke I'm talking about here, is the, 
once again, while he's writing down his thoughts in, during the uh, sinister um, sinister part, he's like, why are they making scary movies without the Wayan brothers? They suck. Well, Fuck you. Fuck you. You don't get to um, bitch about people making y- your movies without you when, you're, when your fucking movie is a piece of shit. You yeah. don't get to, you don't get to do that shit, you fucking retard. Like I said, I'm trying really hard not to yell, but that that joke really pissed me off because it's like, oh, you know, look at me, I, I I'm I'm much better than the than the new scary than the new scary movies about the Wayne Brothers, and I'm thinking to myself, really, you, you're really gonna go there? You only made two fucking scary movies. You don't fucking own that franchise. Half of the time, I'm just staring at at the TV. Actually, half of the time, well, I was like live chatting with. And then, actually, a lot of the time, I'm just, like, complaining. And then, a lot of, for the first time, apologies. Like, we're trying to say, I'm sorry we watch, we, I'm sorry that I let you watch this. Like, yeah. I've seen, I, I mean, the big problem with the movie, personally, for me is, it tries so hard to be scary movie, but, in a way, it, they're a little too late. A Haunted House series was a little too late on the scary movie, vague genre movie shit. So, really, I'm more bored and disappointed than I am infuriated. And you know what the problem is? The problem is we got sick of these fucking movies, and that's why they still get made, but they get they either get limited theatrical releases... Or they go straight to DVD. Somehow people still buy this stuff. So it, it's that's why it's so infuriating that, that a Haunted House series managed to find a distributor and 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 make it into a theater. Both 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 times. I, I boggles my mind. Boggles my mind how in twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen we managed to get a spoof movie that's worse than no, I wouldn't say worse, but on the same level uh, as as a fucking Zuckerberg movie, as a Seltzerberg movie, I should say. Yeah, I I somehow all I wonder is if any of you guys um can recommend me some good modern day comedies, please, please, please send it our way, please, because I am losing faith in comedy. I am not smiling. I am not doing anything laughing or anything it's just this movie wrecked my humor i i don't feel like i want to laugh anymore i thought knucklehead did that yeah but well losing faith and losing faith in yourself and losing faith in comedy is two different things i lost as in i was as in i yeah i thought knucklehead did that finally (laughs) finally something worse than knucklehead this movie. Told you, told you these movies are worse than Knucklehead because, like, Knucklehead was terrible, but at least it tried to tell a story. It tried and failed, but it tried. It goddamn well tried. But yeah. this, this just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. This is just like, like I said, Brown Wayne's getting together with his friends saying, hey, let's, uh, let's throw in a bunch of horror references and add in sex jokes and racist jokes because I'm so funny. Uh, uh, even though none of his brothers want to work with him anymore. I wonder why. I wonder why. And I feel sorry for the Wayans family because they have to live. They have to live with being related, with the fact that they're related to a fucking self-hating piece of shit like he, like him. 
I, I yeah. feel sorry for them. I, I legit feel sorry for them that they are trying their best to get their careers back on track to, to have Hollywood take them seriously. But, you know, they just can't. They just can't when he's making these, these fucking awful movies that somehow find an audience and make money, which boggles my mind. Really does that there are people that go out there and 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 pay money to see these fucking movies in a theater and yet complain about them when they do. It's like, well, this movie sucks. Well, you still pay go you know paid paid money to see it. This is how the power of the wallet works. If you don't want any of those movies, don't pay for them. Like that's why, like I said, you're seeing you're not seeing any like Free and Seltzer movies. Make it to um, hol- you know, make it into theaters anymore because people were tired of them. People stopped supporting them with their wallets, and they failed. And and uh, studios didn't want to put any more money and, and and effort into them. Now these fuckers have to go into to independent studios and hire nobody actors to 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 make their movies. And and most of the time, their movies go straight to DVD or have a, a limited theatrical release. You know reasons. Yeah, because that's how. Like look, this is what I'm trying to say. You have the power to vote with your wallet, and a lot of people say, "Well, that doesn't do a lot," but it really does. If you boycott a company, it will hurt them. Where you know it'll hurt them bad. Like it will. If you stop supporting a company or stop supporting a product and not give it any form of like money or any um positive attention then you know you're going to you're going to end up hurting that company cuz that company what are they going to do if you decide not to vote with your wallet nothing they really can't force you to buy their products because they don't have a gun to your head telling you to buy your pro- te- telling you to buy their products so really i advise next time for the people who who want to buy something is it really worth it? Is it worth g- giving your money to it? So really, question that the next time you wa- you get a quote unquote next some kind of budget direct to DVD stuff. Is it worth it, really? And it kind of goes back to my um when we were talking about WWE Studios in the last one. They still find an audience on on Blu-ray and DVD, and I'm thinking to myself, who are these people that go to the go to the um go to your local Walmart and buy um, these movies on Blu-ray and DVD. Like, who are these people? I understand, like, there are people who want to have, like, a bad movie night and watch, like, really obscure, terrible stuff on DVD and Blu-ray. But at the same time, is it really worth it? Is it really worth, like, paying, you know, retail price for this, for this shit? That's why we torrent. We don't support it. We torrent. I kid. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't even torrent the shit. That would, that would mean that this shit has to be on my my fucking computer, and I would feel dirty. I just deleted my man. My... I just I deleted did... the two movies, so all good. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want I don't want this shit on my fucking hard drive. You you, you might, but I don't. <laughs> all right, all right. Anyways, TLDR, we hated this movie Abdullah a lot more. I'm surprised you didn't hate it more than I did. Um, I ha- didn't make you angry. Um, I learned how to calm myself down. I you should have you should have seen you should have heard me like when I was actually watching the movie. Um, there's a lot of crashes and bangs, and I was about to like <laughs> whack my laptop. 
I was gonna watch my <laughs> laptop. So. <laughs> God damn. So anyway, that's been uh, Haunted House, and um, once again, I really apologize for not doing the WWE month as we as we promised. But like I said. There's only so much mediocre mediocrity I can take before I just say fuck it. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Just, just watch the cartoon crossover stuff. It's actually kind of funnier and better. So that's about it. Anyway, we'll see. You, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all later. We'll watch some things as less tar- well more terrible than this. So I hope so. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.